0: You've tuned into Geek Elite Radio. Good luck. Episode five of. Players vs Pixels, brought to you by Geek Elite Radio. I'm Chris. Yeah. And joining me. And I is am Richard. Richard. Oh
1: god, I always cut you off. Son of a bitch! <laughs> ah,
0: it's okay. Damn it. Because I knew it was gonna happen.
1: Man, it's like I'm just I'm like I'm I'm like so anticipating it that I'm like, oh I'm, I'm gonna get I'm gonna forget my name. I don't know what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna I'm gonna say something stupid, and then I cut you off. Like a gigantic dickbag. No, it's okay. <laughs>
0: I set you up for it every time.
1: Ah, oh, man. Okay. One of these shows, I'm just going to sit
0: here <laughs> like that in silence. And, and then the um, show is just going to crumble under its own weight. <laughs> yes. So,
1: Chris and I am Richard. So, episode five, Players versus Pixels. Awesome. Okay. Yes. So, with that being said, let's jump right into the... Not meat and potatoes of it, but we'll jump right into the dessert of it, I guess, with this week's gaming news. Chris, what's been going on this week for gaming news
0: that you are wanting to talk about? All right. This week, uh, actually, this Saturday, this past Saturday, the 27th, was the 20th anniversary of Pokemon. Um, And with that, we got an announcement for the next games. In the Pokemon series, they're going to be titled Sun and Moon. We really don't have any information on them yet, other than they will be out this holiday season. They they announced these games with this video, just full of nostalgia for Pokemon, um, showing like people playing Pokemon on the original Game Boys, which is how I played it back in the day. The original gigantic white brick that locked your cartridge into place and you could like change the contrast on it and all that good stuff. And it ate through like a thousand AA batteries in an hour. Yes. That's awesome. <laughs> so yeah, at the end of that video, they showed some concept art and stuff from the new games, um, which will be out later this year. With that, however, um, there was an interesting tidbit in that earlier there had been a post on NeoGAF, supposedly Mm -hmm. leaking a bunch of Nintendo information. Part of that leak was these Pokemon games, and they leaked uh, their code name, which was Ninja. Not yeah, I was to say wasn't it Niji, Niji or something?
1: Like That's like the Japanese word for for rainbow, basically, right? Yeah,
0: and like Kotaku talked about how that was interesting because when they got the actual press release for Sun and Moon, the the logo assets that they were sent were actually named Niji, so that code name is correct. The most interesting part about that leak, however is that it said that the uh, NX could be released this year, which Mm. would be really cool and also really surprising.
1: Well, I I mean, I think we're going to find out at probably E3, would be my speculation as to whether or not we're going to actually see Nintendo's next console this year. Right. I think if they're really trying to compete with You know, supposedly they're trying to compete with Sony and Microsoft and their consoles. So I think if we're going to do that from a Nintendo standpoint, it's got to happen sooner rather than later. I don't think you can keep pushing this thing back and back and back. I'm still not 100% sure what they're going to do. I've heard a lot of rumors. I think we all have. It's going to be interesting to see what they do. And it's going to be really interesting to see how they try and compete being late to the game at this point and seemingly being under sony's gigantic mammoth of of a console at this point which microsoft still hasn't even really found a way to kind of get back up on the on the horse and ride forward so it's going to be really intriguing to see where they go with this
0: yeah i absolutely agree um if that leak does end up being correct it could mean that The new Zelda game that they've been working on would be a launch title for the NX, which that is probably the best thing that Nintendo can do for any of their consoles. Launch a Zelda game with it. Launch a Star Fox game with it. Launch a Mario Kart game with it. All of these games that have huge cult followings, put them out first. You'll get early adopters that way. They also released Pokemon Red, Pokemon Blue, and Pokemon Yellow that same day. So they can be bought on the eShop, which is pretty cool. I'm going to have to pick up Pokemon Blue just because that's what I played back in the day. Do you know about Sword Art Online, the anime? I think I've talked to you a little bit about it before, but... Kind of in passing. Yeah, I don't know very much about it at all. So, it's an anime about this virtual reality MMO that is like really anticipated. It's sold out. Everybody starts playing it. And then when they log into it, they find out that they can't log out. And the dude who designed the game, like, shows up to everybody and is like, yeah you're stuck in my game until you beat it. Like, you guys all have to beat this game to get out of it. If anybody tries to, like, move you or anything, your headgear will release, like, a microwave and fry your brain. And so, like, a bunch of people died. And he also says, if you die in the game, your headgear will release that microwave and kill you as well. So... This is your life now. So IBM is making a Sword Art Online for real. Uh, They're calling it Sword Art Online, the beginning project. And it is also VR, which is really cool. Um, They're going to be doing like a beta for it, March 18th to March 20th in Tokyo. And when I heard this, I was like, this is awesome. How can I be a part of this? And don't, like, bullshit sugarcoat this. Like, I want the real thing. If I die in the game, you fucking kill me. <laughs> I want I want there to be a body count with this. Like, give me the actual experience. I don't think they're going to so, go that route, though. Yeah,
1: I would. I would venture a guess and say that's probably not going to happen. Do you have any sort of information on when this is to be expected, or when it's coming, or anything like that?
0: No, they just said that they're accepting applications for over 200 people to test it from March 18th hmm. to March 20th. It says that, uh, oh wow, they're going to be like 3D scanning people to use their actual bodies as the avatars, which... also was part of the anime um so yeah like sounds really cool i'll definitely be keeping an eye on this particular story
1: as i say it sounds like ibm has quite a few anime fans working there that have really rallied behind the concept of turning this (laughs) from a anime into close to a real life situation as possible obviously like you said i don't I don't think IBM's gonna go around slaughtering people.
0: (laughs) But you never know. It's true. I've. Man, it would be amazing. I'm just saying. I mean, it'd be terrible that people would die, but at the same time, like. It would be kind of novel. They would die doing what they love. Right! Playing video games. Sign me up. I'm there. I'm ready. Okay, so the rest of my news is just what's coming to PlayStation Plus and Xbox Live Games with Gold for the next month. So, on PlayStation Plus, for PS4, we are getting Broforce and Galaxy Z. For PlayStation 3, we're, we're getting The Last Guy and Super Stardust HD. And for Vita, getting... Flame Over, and Reality Fighters. They all look like really cool games, and I will be giving them a shot.
1: Yeah. Did you get a chance to vote? I know we had talked about voting for the game of the month.
0: Yeah, once again, I didn't get a chance to vote. No. eh, I would have voted for either Broforce or Action Hank anyway. Action Hank, yeah. I
1: voted for for Broforce. I'm I'm pretty excited to check that out. Although I do I do have to say the other one looked pretty interesting as well. So it could have been cool to check out.
0: Maybe I'll still check it out at some point.
1: But oh yeah, definitely excited to to play some Broforce.
0: Oh, I am too. Like ever since I first saw about that, that game, I've been excited to give it a shot. So on the Xbox side, they are getting uh, Sherlock Holmes: Crimes and Punishment. And Lords of the Fallen on Xbox One, and then for Xbox Three Hundred and Sixty, which can also be played on the Xbox One through its backward compatibility, is Supreme Commander Two and the original Borderlands. Cool games, games that I've definitely been interested in.
1: Yeah, definitely. I, I mean, I think it's it's pretty cool situation for you too because you actually have both consoles, so you'll be able to you'll be able to actually check out all of those free games and kind of come back and let us know what you thought of them all
0: yeah exactly so that's it for my news what have you noticed this week for me i don't
1: have a whole lot either um one thing that i saw that kind of jumped out at me was apparently there was a retail like a retailer that released some or kind of leaked some information about battlefield 5 oh and so the there's all rumor and speculation, but supposedly what happened is they put this out there and the through the translation or whatever it said something to the effect of tactical world war one shooter multi i think it was multiplayer tactical world War one shooter or something to that effect, huh. And so it's got a lot of people really curious because they're like, oh, so Battlefield, is it perhaps going back now that it's been modern for the last few iterations? Like, are we going to jump back to World War One, World War Two? And from this, it seems like that might be happening. But this is a huge rumor. So just, you know, kind of take it with a grain of salt. I wouldn't get too excited or anything until there's some official announcements and official news that comes out from from Dice. However, it was interesting though because it did say that the release date would be on October 26th of this year.
0: Oh, so that's wow. certainly
1: some yeah, so that's some pretty interesting news right there. I don't think I really had anything else. I think that was kind of the only thing that I saw this week that really jumped out at me. Mm-hmm. There was some leaked information about survival mode for Fallout 4 um, over on Reddit, and I guess they kind of sort of confirmed that on the Bethesda Twitter account. They actually even included a link back to the Reddit article itself, so that's kind of interesting. Again, don't know how much of this is going to be true or whatever, but supposedly it's going to allow you to set the game into survival mode, which is a difficulty setting from the menu. And then uh, it's going to disable manual and quick saving. So apparently the only way to actually save your game is to sleep for an hour. Oh, wow. So, yeah, so that's going to be pretty challenging. Also, I you know, there's combat supposed to be more deadly. Fast traveling is disabled. Uh, ammunition will actually be weighted now. Is, again, all rumors. We don't know how much any of this is true. They're still toying around with it, but... Yeah, these are just some of the highlights from the article. The compass is, you know, basically not going to show you any enemies or anything like that anymore. So, yeah, that's I'm actually pretty excited to check that out. For some reason, I, I don't know why I hate myself, I guess. And that's why I play survival games. <laughs> I, I mean, I really don't know what it is. But like Daisy, I got into that for a while until you know, until people really ruined it, which I think is unfortunate. Um, you know, there's a new game that we've talked a little bit about and we've posted a, a little bit about it too. the escape from Tarkov, which actually looks pretty awesome. It's by a Russian developer called battle state games, mm-hmm. which I tried to research them and I couldn't really find anything about them, but it looks like to me that they might have some of the people that were from the stalker team which is a really cool mm or not mmo but it's a really cool all our uh, i cannot talk it's a really cool role-playing game mixed with a shooter yeah so that's kind of what this is looking like too like some of the stuff that they've they've talked about with it just seems pretty awesome but i'll get back to that later on in some other episode but yeah i again could to go back i i really don't know why I like survival games like stuff where you can die from, you know, dehydration and infections and you know, stuff like that. Maybe it is the challenge, I don't know, but Apparently that's what we're looking at getting for um for Fallout for as well. So definitely excited to check this out. My original idea was to uh do probably a short stream, uh and I say short because that's typically how it goes with Fallout in terms of this, but I was gonna do like a permadeath hard run. So I was mm-hmm. gonna like create a character and then play through until I died, and then when I died, like that was just it. Uh, I was gonna yeah. actually delete the character and all that, but now I might have to actually try and do that on survival mode, which will make it even more <laughs> ridiculous. So True. that's something to to keep in mind. We might we might have to just do a stream of that. That'd be pretty cool.
0: That would be cool.
1: Don't think I have anything else news wise. Didn't seem like there was a whole lot that uh, that went on. I don't know. You got anything else you oh. want to talk about before we move into the?
0: topic of the week uh uh there is something that i think that maybe should be brought up but at the same time i didn't really want to include it just because i don't exactly know how like the stock market works so ubisoft is worried about having a hostile takeover happen oh my by vivendi Uh, who the hell is vivendi uh they they used to be in video games uh, oh great! Quite a while ago, he used and to then, be. Yeah, I, 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 as far as I know, they got out of video games, and now it looks like they're trying to get back into them. From what I read, Ubisoft is looking for more investors to buy more shares in their company, so that it'll like dilute the market, kind of. So it'll be harder to get enough shares to have a majority. That's my understanding of it. I have no idea if that's accurate or how it works, but there it is. Hmm.
1: Yeah i I don't have any idea how that stuff works either. But that certainly is interesting. I mean, what a way to try to get back into games! Like instead of just trying to start your own company up again, or you know, start a new company, your thought is that you know we will just go and buy out a super large company and. I don't know. That It's going to be interesting to see what happens and how that impacts everything. So we'll have to keep an eye on that as well. That's certainly certainly pretty interesting stuff there.
0: Yeah. All right. Well, I mean, I guess if we're done with news, which that's crazy that we're already done with news since we haven't even hit the 20-minute mark, it's got to be a new record.
1: Uh, for us, that definitely is a record, I would say. This is a really remarkable slow news week apparently
0: apparently but i mean e3 is coming around pretty soon it's in june i believe so yeah it's right around the corner everything will be crazy then so this week what game were we playing this
1: week, we were talking about Helldivers, which was the PlayStation Plus free game last month. That and, I believe, Nom Nom Galaxy. However, yes. Helldivers was the one we chose to talk about, which was developed by Arrowhead uh, Game Studios, which you might actually not be familiar with their name, but they've actually made—this uh, is their fourth game. They made the first Magica back in 2011— the oh. Showdown Effect in 2013, Gauntlet, uh, which we also play and enjoy playing that, which was uh, developed by them and published by WB Games, and that was last year, or sorry, the year before last, was 2014. And then, um, of course, they had Helldivers, which came out, uh, I want to say, back in March of 2015, but we actually just kind of started checking it out and digging into it more recently because it was given free to everyone who has the PlayStation Plus account. So yeah, they I was pretty interested because I did not realize that uh Arrowhead Game Studio actually had made Magicka and uh, if you haven't played Magicka it's a really fun game and it's kind of interesting to see that all of their games kind of have this similarity of over or you know uh over the top four player co-op type experiences with the exception with of Shadow team of... Killing.
0: What's that? <laughs> With team killing. With team killing? Yeah, where you can kill your teammates. Oh, okay.
1: Yes, you can. You absolutely can in all of these, which we will perhaps talk about a little bit more in depth in just a minute. Uh, the yeah. showdown effect apparently is, um, I guess, a 2.5D side-scroller from what I understand, and is kind of based around or inspired by action... Uh, games and movies of the uh, '80s and '90s, so I actually kind of want to go check that out now, because that actually sounds nice. like it would be right up my alley. Yeah. So with Helldivers, though, do you want to just start off with kind of your initial thoughts on the game, or do you have anything specific you want to talk about before we get into that? Or
0: uh, initial thoughts like what I first thought about it, or sure, initial thoughts like my what I think about it now.
1: Um, you could do both if you want. If you had any preconceived expectations of the game before you downloaded it and checked it out, feel free to share that with us. I'd love to hear it.
0: Fair enough. Um, well, I wasn't really all that interested in the game when I first saw it. Um, it looked like a fun enough game, just not really my kind of game. It looked very much like it was a co-op Starship Troopers That, you know, you could kill your teammates and probably would kill your teammates. Either intentionally or unintentionally. More often than not, unintentionally probably. So yeah, wasn't really that excited by it. Started playing it and was doing the little tutorial that it gives you at the very beginning of the game, and I was like, fuck, this game is not for me at all. (laughs) I fucking hate this game. Oh my goodness. The controls are fucking weird. I don't like this. But then we started playing multiplayer missions, you know, in in a group, and it just became the most fun that I've had recently playing a game. Just... I don't know. the The game is ridiculous, and if anybody was on the fence about it, they should definitely give it a shot.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I, I I completely agree with you. I I had seen a lot of stuff about it, and you know, this game has been out for pretty close to a year at this point, and there's been quite a bit of conversations about it, and and there was a lot of people that were singing its praises, but they weren't they weren't really anybody that I knew. And so I was kind of in the same boat you mm-hmm. you you know are, and we got it for free. So, of course, it's like, well, hey, let's check it out. It's free. And then I agree. When you go through the tutorial, you're kind of like, mm, I don't know. This doesn't quite seem like it's going to be that great of an experience. And, you know, at the time that I started actually playing the, the actual game, not just the tutorial, there wasn't anybody from our group online. And so... I didn't really have anyone to team up with, and I didn't want to just jump into someone else's game until I kind of had an understanding of of the game mechanics, how the game worked, and, you know, kind of what everything was about, and so I was playing the single player, and even with that, I was just kind of like, yeah, I don't know, this isn't, I'm not really sold on this, like, it's okay, but, you know, it's... It's not really that great. And so then I finally was like, okay, well, what I'll do is I'll open my gaming session up from a friends only session to a public session and see if maybe I can get a couple people in here and I'll give it a shot. And my very first experience with it after that was someone joining my game and dropping in right on top of me and killing me. And <laughs> at that point, I was kind of like, okay, I'm really not liking this now like this is absolutely stupid that you can drop in and and kill someone on your team and then of course you play a little bit longer and you start realizing that when you're playing online with other people that don't have microphones and don't communicate it becomes extremely 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 frustrating when they're killing you by dropping gear on you or accidentally shooting you or their turret shooting you or any number of things that can happen from playing with another individual. And it, it, it can get extremely frustrating from that standpoint. So just like you, it, it wasn't until right. I started actually gaming with people from our core gaming group that I was like, okay, this is a lot of fun. And even with that, there was still those moments of frustration with the game where you have something like someone throws in a, um, you know, a respawn beacon, basically. And it shows that it's, you Mm -hmm. know, way off to the side. And then for some reason, it it chooses to not drop it where the beacon actually is, but it drops it on three other people in in our squad and still kills them. So I do have to say that this game is a remarkable amount of fun, but there are a lot of things that I wish personally they would fix or change altogether in general so that's kind of my initial thing on on the game so did you have any moments like that did you have anything like that that kind of happened to you or or anything like that
0: um yeah i mean there were a couple of times where you know somebody else joined our group or joined into our game and you know their pod lands right on one of us and kills us, which is frustrating. Oh, also there was a time where we had our group and we spawned into the start Uh of the match. And, you know, it drops one pod after another. And I was the first pod to be dropped. So my character is getting out of his pod. Yours dropped next to mine. And then some other person, I think it was some random dude that we were playing with, his pod drops right on top of me as i was yep. getting out of my pod like yep. what the fuck and then you're just dead yeah but i mean it, it's the start of the match they can easily bring you back it's not a big deal but it is kind of frustrating no i totally
1: agree it, it it isn't yeah it isn't a huge deal but it definitely gets extremely frustrating when it when it happens very frequently i i do have to say you know we right. I, I don't know i think i'm at like level Fifteen right now, so you know I, I think the highest mm-hmm. I've seen is around twenty-four, twenty. No, twenty-seven. I think was the highest level of another player I've seen. So you know we still have a good amount of time to put into the game to really give it the full run through. But just overall, in general, I I do have to say I you know this game is extremely extremely fun. Especially when you get a bunch of people together that you are okay playing with. And it was funny because one of the our guys and our group of friends that we game with was kinda like, Yeah, this kinda reminds me of like Mario Party in the sense that it's going to end people's friendships because they're gonna get so frustrated at, you know, dropping in and killing another person or, you know, accidentally shooting your own teammates and stuff like that, and it's like, Oh, that's pretty funny but it's also kinda true in, in some senses and, you know, there is a lot to this game. So, I mean, it's a top-down um, action tactical shooter, I, I guess you could say. And, you know, I don't even think we've... Have you unlocked? Because they have... So the way that it kind of sets up is that it gives you a series of, of three different enemy species to basically fight against. You're, you're, a, um, you're what's called a hell diver, and you're working for the super-earth which uh, is essentially, you know, the world that we live in now, and it's been taken over by some mega corporation type place that, you know, runs it, basically. And so Mm -hmm. you're kind of dropped into these missions, which I believe are procedurally generated. Um, Whenever you get dropped in, it seems like all the maps are are procedurally generated, which there's not a problem with that at all. Warframe's the same way, and, you know, I don't have any issues with that at all. Like, that definitely is pretty cool. But you kind of have these these little segments of all of the missions that are unlocked to you at the beginning. So you have three segments, one for each of the the alien species that you're fighting against. And then when you go into those, you have a series of planets that increase in difficulty. And then there's like a boss fight that, uh, or like a Mm -hmm. boss planet or boss engagement, whatever you want to call it. And you have to basically acquire enough influence to unlock that. And then when you go to actually play that, it gives you three hours to complete that objective of fighting the, the boss and killing the boss and all that sort of stuff. So from that standpoint, it's pretty interesting because I actually haven't even been able to complete one of the boss fights yet. And I want to talk about this because I don't think it's it, it doesn't have anything to do with the difficulty per se. It has everything to do with the connectivity problems that the game is having currently. And I was doing some research on it. I don't know if you re- Did you run into this at all? Have you had any problems connecting or playing with other people?
0: No, I didn't have any okay. connection problems. Okay, so for the problems. last few
1: nights, a group of us have, that have been trying to play this game, we have not been able to connect. Or we do connect for about 10 or 15 minutes and then it, it drops. And so uh, we were kind of looking into it last night. And it, it, apparently it sounds like it's a pretty big issue that will a lot of people are having so that's something to to keep in mind now arrowhead has come out and you know basically said you know this is a peer-to-peer game like this isn't anything to do with our end like this is all on sony's end seemingly or and even some of you know your end as the consumer because your internet service provider or whatever right and right, to me, that really sucks that this is happening like i don't I don't know if it's just because they gave it away free that there is so many more people playing it and and you know whoever's at fault can't handle it. I don't know, but after the last few nights, like i gotta say, I'm mm-hmm. really, really bummed out because I really dig this game, especially when you have other friends to play with, and it just really sucks that it's been so bad that we haven't even been able to really sit down and play like we ended up just kind of walking away and playing r b six or something because it just there was no way for us to stay connected, and it just gets so frustrating. On top of all the other frustration that you're dealing with uh, in terms of the mechanics of the game, which you know, yes, they're frustrating, but they have also provided us with some pretty comedic gold moments of of you know <laughs> bad accidents that's happened, or you know, I don't know if you want to talk about the one that's probably the funniest. If you want to tell the story to everyone listening,
0: oh my god, yeah, so. We, the first day that we were playing this all together, um, we got a group of four of us playing and, you know, we're playing, we're in this party. Some other friends kind of joined in to the party, even though they couldn't join us in the game. Um, and they were like, oh, you know, how is that game? And then we were just screaming constantly like, oh my God, what the hell is happening? There's people everywhere. Fucking shoot them in the face. And they were like, Oh, so it's going well, obviously. <laughs> and we were like, Yeah, this game is so much fun. Um, so we start getting better at it. Um, and we actually get through a mission relatively, relatively easily. Uh, things are going pretty smooth. And then you, at the end of the mission, you have to wait for a shuttle to come and extract you. And it's like a minute 30 or something. And, you know, enemies will spawn to try and kill you before then and all sorts of stuff. Mm -hmm. That wasn't happening with this. We set up turrets and all kinds of defenses and we were good. Like, we had 30 seconds or so until the shuttle came. Nothing was going wrong. And then one of our (laughs) friends in our gaming group... (laughs) threw a grenade on accident right into the middle of all of us. And we were like, Oh shit. And we like scatter. But one of our friends in this group wasn't so lucky. (laughs) Like he just died right there. Just like jumped on the grenade and that was it. And so I had the reinforce skill, um, fully upgraded which that's how you like revive people um you like call in reinforcements and yeah basically like
1: kind of airdrops them back into your location essentially is what what happens
0: yeah so i had that fully upgraded so it activates within like three seconds gets them back in really quickly so I get on there and I start calling it in and I like fuck up the button combination like one or two times. So now we're down to like 10 seconds before this fucking shuttle comes and I finally get the thing out. It takes another 3 seconds for it to activate and then a couple seconds for him to for his pod to actually drop in and him to jump out. So while this is happening, I'm like sitting there because everybody else is loaded on the shuttle ready to go. So I'm like, Oh man, it's going to be close, but he can make it. He could totally make it. Like I'll just stand right here next to the shuttle and he'll be able to get on. It'll be cool. And then it's like shuttle leaving in four, three, two. And I was like, Well, (laughs) I'm not missing the shuttle. And I jump on. And he, like, just gets out of his pod as it hits one, and he tries to run over to it, because his pod was right next to the shuttle. And he just misses it, and he's like, God damn it, no! And we're all just dying laughing, like, I was literally crying I was laughing so hard yeah
1: I no I completely agree with you I haven't I haven't laughed that hard in a while and I think it's it's hilarious because all of us saved a video clip of this and i've I actually went ahead and made like a little short video and uploaded it to my YouTube channel and uh exia the the guy who was the one that got left behind he has his video that's recorded and his is pretty hilarious because his has his actual audio which is unfortunate that we didn't have ours set up to record you know everyone's audio because it would have been so hilarious to hear it how it actually happened not just his side of it but his side of it's pretty hilarious too so you should actually go over to youtube and check both of those out they're pretty freaking hilarious yeah i can't tell you how many like moments like that we've we've had in this game though where you know you're kind of just put in these ridiculously crazy over the top challenging situations and and at certain points it almost ends up being that you're kind of working against each other just by by accident or not cooperating or just you know because you're about to die and you panic and start running and then somebody else ends up in a really crappy situation because the way that the camera works is that it is directly overhead so you kind of do have to stay together in a group like you can't get too far separated because the camera will only zoom out essentially so much so you can actually hinder other people's ability to maneuver and you know see what's incoming threats and things like that so there's a lot of like interesting yep. like choices that they they made with this game in terms of that um I guess, you know, I definitely would say definitely pick this game up. Even if you don't get it for free, it's worth the money. I, I would definitely agree with that. It's coming out on PC pretty soon. So, you know, if you're somebody that's on PC and you're looking for a really good uh, co-op game, definitely you should pick it up. It's, it's definitely worth the money. But I do want to talk a little bit about this because I think you and I had both kind of had this conversation off mic when we we had been playing it and stuff like that. But what are some of the things about the game that frustrates you in terms of of the game design itself? Like, not just, like, me accidentally killing you with a grenade or dropping something on you or running over you with a mech suit, but, like, just in general, like, what are some of the things that, that bugs you? I know you had mentioned the controls a little bit. Do you want to kind of talk a little bit more about the controls specifically that that bug you?
0: Yeah. You know, at first, I was really irked by the controls, But now that I've been playing it for a little while, like, they totally make sense. Because, like, we play a lot of Warframe. And in Warframe, you, like, do your special abilities by hitting R1 and then putting in a combination. This game is very similar in that regard, except it's L1. And then you put in a combination on the D-pad. Very similar to old, like, NES era uh codes. So like you hit L1 and then it's like left, right, left, right, up, down, whatever, to call in all these different skills that you have. So that took a lot of getting used to at first. It also uses the left thumbstick to move directionally and then the right to aim, which I'm sure everybody listening is like, yeah, that's literally every game. Except it's a little different because they both turn you. So basically your controls are like in a circle, right? Because it's directly overhead. So you could run to the left and then fire. And that'll shoot in the, the direction that you were running. But you could also run to the left and then turn to the right and shoot and it would shoot to the right while you're still running left. It just takes some getting used to Yeah,
1: the left thumbstick uh, when you think of it in terms of of movement would be kind of like move forward, move backwards, strafe left, strafe right, whereas the other right thumbstick is your 360 degree rotation. So you can be strifing left while also turning left or, you know, strifing left and turning right. So uh, yeah, to to give it a little bit of, uh, you know, hopefully some more clarification, because that is that is a really difficult setup to kind of trying to describe to somebody that doesn't that hasn't played it or perhaps doesn't, you know, fully know how that is set up. And I think um, I don't know if you've noticed this. Did you have you unlocked the exosuit yet?
0: I haven't yet.
1: So it seems like what's really weird with the exosuit in terms of the rotation is it rotates to the left, like, so if you were to take the thumbstick and be rotating it, you know, counterclockwise, mm-hmm. it'll rotate your your turret and your your top of your mech faster than if you go clockwise. And I don't know if that's intentional or if that's a bug, but it's pretty strange, it's pretty weird, and it throws you off a little bit, yeah.
0: Yeah, that is weird. Actually, yeah. actually I did have something kind of similar. So we uh-huh. got that APC. Um, yeah. Which super awesome like getting that was probably the best unlock that we've gotten so far
1: oh wait till you get the exosuit you're gonna love it yeah true (laughs) it's so freaking
0: awesome man have you driven the apc at all yet yeah i shortly after
1: we got it I, i i took it out and and drove it a little bit it is very weird because it's like if i i'm trying to remember exactly but it's like the right Trigger drives you forward. The left trigger is back, right, and then the the dual thumbstick thing gets really confusing too.
0: Yeah, because you use the left thumbstick to to steer, but it doesn't work the same way that it did when you were outside of the vehicle. Like outside of the vehicle, you have a circle. With when you're inside the vehicle, it's left and right. Like, if you go in a circular uh, pattern when you're trying to steer, it's not going to work the way that you think that it would work. Like, you literally just need to go left and right with it. And it's yeah. really odd that they did it that way.
1: Yeah, and I mean, I I, I don't know. Maybe, there, maybe that, at the end of the day, was the best setup for it. I don't know. But I agree with you. I think the controls are definitely kind of the biggest uh, enemy this game has in terms of bringing people in, you know, and and what I mean by that is that, you know, it's not that they're necessarily bad in and of themselves. It's just so different than what most people I feel are used to playing that it's gonna, it's gonna take some time for people to really get used to it. And so I I do want to say that like the, the game is absolutely worth you know, playing and and it's worth all that, but, you know, just give it some time and, and be patient and really work on learning the controls before you pass judgment. Cause you know, we both did that. And I think, you know, had we walked away from it there, we would have missed out on some really awesome fun times that we've had playing with everyone. And I think even going forward, once they kind of figure out what's going on with the connectivity issues or whoever figures it out or fixes it or whatever, it gets better, hopefully. Um, because right now that's, that's the one thing I will say is keeping me from playing this game because, you know, I've got four or five other people online that are like, Hey, let's game. And I'm like, yeah, let's totally do something. And it's like, well, HellDivers is a lot of, you know, fun. Let's check it out. And then, you know, only two of us can connect or one of us can connect. And then we drop all the time. Like, you know, so I really do hope they get that resolved, but I I do want to say, you know, don't let what we're saying about the controls scare you away. Like definitely spend some time and, learn them and and you know just give the game a shot from that standpoint don't just write it off because that but they are but i also do want to be pretty clear that they are very different than what most people are used to and you do need to take some time to really familiarize yourself with the controls
0: right yeah the controls are they're just not very intuitive but once you like get them down they make a lot of sense
1: yeah absolutely no i totally agree with that the other thing that kind of jumped out at me that that bugs me about the game is the fact that when you you can so you can dive for cover essentially going prone. Mm-hmm. Oh, excuse me. Which you have to do whenever somebody puts like a turret out because the turret will fire in a full 360 degree rotation wherever there's enemies whatever and if you're in the path of that you're taking damage. There's just no way around it. So you you pretty much just have to lay on the ground when you know somebody has turrets out and they're actively defending a perimeter Mm -hmm. but the problem that i have is the fact that you can't fire from a prone position which makes absolutely zero sense to me like i i don't understand why on earth you wouldn't still be able to fire from from that position
0: yeah no that that doesn't make sense um yeah, we talked a lot about that at first. There's also the fact that if you're doing something, either lying prone or like you have a stratagem, which is the their skills, basically, if you have one of them ready to go, you can't do anything else other than throw that out. Yeah, just really weird choices like that are all throughout this game.
1: Yeah, no, it it is very strange to me that they kind of did that way. And for the longest time, like I didn't even know that you could, so you can actually hit triangle and, and cancel out your stratagem. Like you don't actually have to throw, but I didn't know that right away. There was, I don't recall seeing, maybe it was there. Maybe I didn't pay enough attention, but I didn't recall seeing anything on that in the tutorial and I was like, whoa, what the heck? Like, this sucks. Like, I'm just stuck with this thing. And then one of the guys we were playing with was like, oh, you can hit triangle. And I was like, oh, well, thank God. Like, that's at least helpful. But, but yeah, there's definitely some very interesting and kind of unusual calls made, I feel, when it comes to things like that, like not being able to actively still shoot while prone or when you have a stratagem in your hand or you know things of that nature and i I personally like okay i get the whole friendly fire thing makes it more challenging and it makes it to where you have to cooperate more but personally i would honestly like if the game had the ability to turn that on and off or at the very very least that if somebody called in a pod or or anything else that was being dropped in like it wouldn't land on you because it seems almost as if the game goes out of its way to intentionally drop that like that stuff right on top of you yep and and that gets to be remarkably frustrating so i mean i, I don't know i mean that these are all minor things to a game that's you know relatively uh ex- well not relatively i would say it's extremely high in replay value you know i mean oh yeah. i certainly like i said i want to i want to continue to play this And, you know, the only thing stopping me from doing it now is the connectivity issues. It's not anything else with the game. All the other stuff that we've kind of complained about or whined about even is all things that are just on a wish list of stuff that I think would be cool if they fixed or changed, but that's just my personal uh, opinion, and I know that there's a million other people out there that are like, no, F that, don't don't ever get rid of the friendly fire, don't, you know, laying prone and not firing makes it more challenging, and, and that's all true, and that's all fine, but, I mean, the game's already pretty well, does a pretty good job, I should say, at being challenging, so, like, you know, it would be cool if minor nuisances like those things weren't also being frustrating if it was you know just challenging and frustrating because the ai was that good or the number of enemies was that overwhelming i'm i'm totally fine and on board with that but when it seems like the game is intentionally going out of its way to just f you over that's when i'm like um okay you know we could maybe do this a little differently
0: no i agree the the thing that upsets me about the whole lying prone thing is that you can't Mm -hmm. even reload Right, like at least allow me to be able to reload. I'm all right with not being able to shoot necessarily, but reloading. Come on.
1: Yeah, no that that's definitely. Yeah, no, I agree that that's pretty rough. And then just about it seems like just about everything you do will stop your character from reloading too. Like, and that come you know kind of becomes a issue. The other thing that I find kind of weird, I guess, is that when you watch the the health meter. Essentially, when you get to about what it would appear to be half health, mm-hmm. you go into a downed, you know, a down state, if you will. And then you have to rapidly tap, tap, sorry, rapidly tap X to uh, stand back up. Right. And, and I'm OK with that, but it just seems odd to me that it happens when you're at about half of your health. You know, I would think it would make more sense if your full health bar was depleted. You went into a you know incapacitated type state until you could, you know, essentially revive yourself by tapping X and or stuff. But again, I mean, these are all very minor, you know, annoyances that I have with the game. They're not. They're not breaker. They're not game breakers. They're not deal breakers for me. I, I you know, should say that. I guess.
0: Yeah, I, I absolutely agree. This game is pretty fantastic when we can actually play together i had i didn't experience any of those connectivity issues that you were talking about but you know when we were playing together it was a lot of fun
1: yeah it's funny i didn't really have i didn't really notice any connectivity problems per se until about the last two or three days Mm-hmm. so that's why like I get kind of skeptical when I was on you know line and I was reading the statement from Arrowhead that was basically saying like oh this isn't on our end it's on Sony's end." it's like okay m- maybe sure I don't know it could be it could be the on the ISPs it could be that stuff it could even be because you've brought in a lot of people for free but this was a free game that was given out almost a month ago so I mean I would have thought that this would have been an issue the whole time not just within the last couple of days right but again i really don't know i don't know what's happening on on anybody's end in terms of what would be causing it but i just know it's extremely frustrating we you know there's four of us that we're trying to play the last couple of nights and like i said we've we've either been able to connect or like maybe for i don't know 10 15 minutes and then it drops you know one or two people constantly Or whenever you try to go and join, it just says something to the effect of like uh, teleportation link not established or something to that effect. I don't remember the exact phrasing that it has, but it's so funny because we had such a a hard time with it. I'm going to make like a little video about the connective problem and, and post it just for humor, not, you know. Not to be spiteful or anything like that, but I just think it's pretty funny. It's like a comedy of errors at this point, and I I, I really do. I hope that someone can figure out a way to make that work better. I don't know if it means that, you know, somebody's got to do something with, you know, the disconnectivity from the PlayStation Network, or maybe there's a way to offload some of it onto a few dedicated servers or something. I don't know. I mean, I don't even know if that's necessarily cost-affordable for Arrowhead or anybody involved, but it just seems like that would be a huge benefit because you want people to actually be able to play and experience your game and when it's to the point that people are like hey you know i'm gonna go play another game with my friends because we can't join each other then to me that that becomes a a game breaker that becomes a deal breaker that becomes a major problem yeah and like i said we didn't really have any issues starting out like i think there was four of us playing for quite a while without any issues. It just seems like within the last couple of days it's been an issue. But when I looked online, there's a lot of people reporting having the same issue for quite a while. So I definitely think that's something that needs to be addressed overall. Um, I will say that the things that jump out at me that, that are absolutely fantastic about this game is, like I said, the fact that it's procedural-generated worlds, so you can you know essentially keep playing tons of missions over and over and over again without you know running into too much of the same thing like the missions are never like oh well we can go exactly over to this point and do this because they do change which offers a lot of replay value uh, really high level replay ability and then all the unlocks there are a ton of unlocks for this game i think there's something around 51 Uh, of one particular type of unlock, if I'm not mistaken. I mean, you've got everything from, you know, APCs to exoskeletons to uh, rail cannons to turret guns, you know, explosive landmines, these little UAVs that fly around and detect things in the world, little UAV bot that flies around and heals you and your teammates. I mean, there is just an unbelievably large amount of really cool shit to unlock in this game. So, I mean, overall, I think that's where this game really shines as well as just being absolutely hilarious and fun to play with. Yeah, I keep trying not to say hellaciously fun huh. since it's called Helldivers, but I can't stop myself. So, I mean, yeah, I don't know. That's kind of where I'm at with the game on an entire level. But what about you? Do you have anything else you want to add for? I mean, I guess we're coming up pretty close to our hour mark here. So, I mean, do you have any closing comments or concerns or questions or anything you want to talk about with this game?
0: Um no, I think we did a pretty good job of talking about it. Uh I know that there was one kind of bad experience that we had where you know, mm-hmm. we were it was three of us um it was the two of us, a random person and then another random person who was like way above the the other three's level. Um and we were running through missions doing stuff. And, like, we kept kind of dying through little errors and stuff. And we were trying to get each other back up and figure out what was going on in the game. And this other dude who was way above us in level, I guess, was getting frustrated at how long it was taking us to do things.
1: Oh, my gosh. Yes. Okay. Yeah, I totally remember this now. I am I know exactly where you're going. I remember. Yeah, go ahead.
0: Yeah. So this dude had, like, a rocket launcher. And he, every chance he got, whenever we would, like, take a moment, he would just rocket launch all of us. Just kill us yeah. all and carry the whole team to wherever he wanted to go. Because in this game you can't move unless you're with your teammates. Right. Unless they're dead. Then you can move wherever the hell you want. Right. So, yeah, he would just kill us, move to wherever he needed to move, and that was that.
1: Yeah, and that was there was one moment that happened that was extremely crappy with, with that same uh, player I, where there was a um, – oh, what are those things called that you pick up? A sample. There was a sample. Yeah. And so when you pick these samples up and you collect 10 of them, it gives you kind of like a coin, a research coin that you can use to upgrade your your different gear and stuff like that. And so there was one point where up from where he was, there was just barely a visible – um, sample, mm-hmm. And then kind of over where the rest of us were in the opposite direction where we were headed, there was another barely visible sample. And so three of us are headed towards that one. And this guy, instead of saying like, hey, well, let's just go over, grab that one, come back, grab this one, just shoots us with a rocket launcher, kills us, picks the one up that he saw carries on about his business and then calls us in way later and we totally lose that sample. Yeah. And so, yeah, again, that's where I feel like having the ability to turn friendly fire off, especially when you're playing with randoms online, would be a major benefit to this game because it, you know, they do have a system to where you can commend or report, but I mean, is that really, you know what I mean, is that really going to make anything worth the time like is that really going to stop that guy from doing jerk stuff like that i don't know
0: no i don't think it will i as far as i can tell the command system doesn't do anything
1: yeah I, i don't i didn't see anything that indicated and we could be wrong you know like i said we we obviously haven't um you know got through the entirety of of the game which I don't know that you necessarily can. I mean, I'm sure you could probably unlock everything, but then I don't know. But either way, yeah, I haven't seen anything in terms of of that system that would identify, you know, hey, like this is a reputation system. This guy's a reputable player. Like he doesn't do, you know, stuff like that. Or if there was a way that you got so many reports and it would be like, you know, Maybe give you maybe give everyone else on the team some sort of indicator that this guy does this frequently or, you know, that he doesn't have a really good reputation of of being cooperative. So.
0: Right. And I mean, yeah. on, there's two sides of every coin at the same time. That dude could have been like, God damn it. You know, these people are fucking fucking around, taking forever. I'm just trying to do missions, get more stuff, I'm trying to help them out. And they're like fucking me over by not doing things. So, Mm -hmm. I mean, no matter what, if you play with other people, there's going to be shitty times. Yeah, absolutely. There's no way around it.
1: Yeah. And that's like we said, that's that is, this is, this game is totally 100% designed for multiplayer. So much so that I would say don't even bother playing it by yourself. Just literally play it whenever you have three people, you know, two or three people that you game with just you know carve out some time and and spend some time playing Hell Divers with people you know because man it is just it is it can be so frustrating to try and and play this game with randoms i mean it can be that way with a lot of games but when you have things like friendly fire on and it's it's a game that really kind of forces you to work together it's it gets so frustrating when people wanna do jerk stuff like that so my recommendation is you know if you got the game for free you know, find two or three of your buddies, sit down, carve out some time, play through it. It's so much fun. Um, if not, you know, go out, buy the game. You know, if you didn't get it for free, it is worth the money for sure. You know, and same thing, just try to carve out some time to where you and at least one other person. Oh, and the other thing I will say is this game actually has couch co op. So you can actually play it um, with one console, two controllers, maybe even four. I don't know. I haven't tried that, but. Um, so that's a good way, too. If you've got somebody that, you know, typically comes over and you usually don't have something to play, this is a great co- uh, couch co-op game that you can play together. So, I mean, I would strongly recommend it from that standpoint, too. Uh, playing it with randoms, it's a risk just like any other online game, basically, you know?
0: Nice. I didn't even realize that it had couch co-op. That makes it so much better, in my opinion.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm going to probably be trying to check that out a little bit more, but yeah, definitely. Okay got anything else
0: i can't think of anything else to say at the moment so i'm good to end it here. all right
1: let's do it so that was uh hell divers join us next week as we um talk about another game of the week we'll figure that out as we go forward um as always you can find us at geekly radio.com we're on facebook at Geek Elite radio and then of course at players vs pixels and then uh, we're also on Twitter at Players vs. Pixels as well. So go ahead and check us out there. You can uh, ask us any gaming question you have, and we'll talk about it on our episodes. Uh, use the hashtag AskPVPCast, or you can email us at Players at gmail.com. Other than that, thank you for listening and uh, geek out.
0: We now return you to your regularly scheduled program. <laughs>